Welcome to the Flourish Heights podcast, made for women by women. I'm your host, Valerie Adjamine, women's health dietitian and the founder of Flourish Heights. To be empowered in health starts with a true connection with your body. Together, we are breaking through topics surrounding periods, women's nutrition, body awareness, self-care, and much more. Let's flourish and be the best version of ourselves. Hello, friends, and welcome back to another episode. May is Women's Health Month, but not only that, guys, it's my birthday month, and it's also our podcast anniversary month. So lots of exciting things and celebrations happening this month. And back to it being Women's Health Month, though. In lieu of that, we have planned some key special episodes throughout this month to help you flourish on your women's health journey. Now, today's episode to kick us off is a very, very special one, and you'll find out why here in a bit. But before then, I want to shout out all the incredible moms and moms-to-be in our Flourish Heights community as we approach Mother's Day. Motherhood is a beautiful journey, and we appreciate the love that you show and you give to others on a daily. With Mother's Day approaching and it being Women's Health Month, there was a question that sparked my mind just a few days ago, and that is, have you ever had a conversation with your mom, your aunt, or any female relative about their health history? If you have, how was that? You know, was it uncomfortable? Was it helpful? Was it worth it? Is it something you've ever even thought about? Or, you know, is it something that you've been hesitant to do, but you know it's important? If we say we care about our health, we need to prioritize our health history because it really does make a difference. And if you have the opportunity to find out, why not, right? And I know that this may not be an easy task. Maybe if you don't have any female relatives or maybe your mom's not in your life, maybe depending on the relationship that you have, it may be very uncomfortable to ask. But when we take a moment to ask these health-related questions, it can help us to understand our health in a better way. And then having these conversations can lead to healthy lifestyle changes and potentially reduce the risk of certain health challenges. If you have a female reproductive system, you have specific health needs as an adult, especially if you are on birth control or if you are pregnant or if you're going through menopause and aging and the list goes on. And so one way to reach your best health as a woman is to prepare for what might be in your future. And one of the best ways to do that is to talk to a woman who shares many of your genes, your mom. So today, guys, I have a special lady here with me, my one and only queen, my number one inspiration, my biggest fan, literally, I am a reflection of this woman. And because of her hard work and many, many sacrifices that she has made and is still making, I am who I am today because of her doing what I absolutely love. And I mean that with every single part of me. And I'm in conversation, guys, with my mom. And you guys, this is truly an honor. And after months and months and months of convincing her to come to my podcast <laughs> for this episode, she finally gave in. I mean, of course, right? <laughs> but Mama Flourish is here to share the top questions every woman should ask her mom. You're going to love, love, love her. And you're going to love this episode. So let's get right in. All right, mom. So you finally made it <laughs> after months of convincing. 
Thank you for coming. Welcome to the show. Say hi to everyone. Yes. And hello to everyone. <laughs> and thank you for having me. I'm very excited to be here. You are so professional. I love that. I haven't seen this professional side of her. It's so funny. She keeps rolling her eyes, but I know it's all love. But let's just jump right in, mom. So today's episode, you know, we're talking about how important it is for, you know, women, every woman, I feel like to have important conversations about health with their moms and i know sometimes maybe your mom is not in your life and so if you have like an auntie or someone in the bloodline you know um a female who um just is able to answer questions about health because i always hear like you know just one way to reach your best health as a woman is to prepare for what might be in your future and one of those best ways to do that is to talk to a woman who shares many of your genes yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so I, I just feel like it's it's really important to have this conversation. So before I get into this or before we get into this, why don't you tell our amazing listeners who you are besides being my awesome mom? Yes. Hi, everyone. Um, like this young lady said, yes, I'm Valerie's mom. My name is Agnes. I'm a nurse by profession. I've been in the profession for over 30 years and um, learned a lot, um, influence, you know, people around me, especially giving advices, giving encouragements. And even with that, also for myself, also growing and using my knowledge even to better myself. I love that. And you're making a difference because I feel like you just have so much passion when you speak to audiences about health-related topics. I've had the pleasure of listening to like a million <laughs> and you're just so knowledgeable. So thank you for, for doing that. But, you know, you mentioned you're a nurse. So why are you so passionate about health education? Like how has being a nurse shaped you into the incredible, most caring woman that you are? Yes. Um, you know, being a nurse, especially in this country, I realized that those of us like my, like myself, we are not or we are underprivileged. We don't have that, um, what do you call it? That knowledge or even if we know, we don't pursue those things to help us to grow. So in that health field, I realized that there are certain group of people that get everything that they need. They are always on top of things, seeking help, doing this test, requesting this and that. But for the people like me, I don't see them. And so it became for me a problem because when I see them, like my people, when they come to the forefront, say when they are in the hospital, it means that the situation has gotten worse. And sometimes you may lose someone just because of that. Like if we knew the issue earlier, we could have prevented it from progressing or at least offer some kind of treatment. But whenever things like this come our way, it's kind of late. So I'm passionate about that because I would like to educate people. So that's why I'm so passionate 
uh, about health education because that's the only way. He said knowledge is power. If you know and you tackle it right from the word go, it's safer to um, prevent things from progressing or even if his diagnosis is earlier, you have a, a tendency of um, getting a treatment, you know, getting an adequate treatment, getting a cure instead of progressing. Yeah, and I mean, we hear that a lot. And just to clarify, because, you know, we can be honest here and open. So when you say groups of people, are you talking about, you know, just like African-American people or people of color? People of color, yes. That's what I'm talking about, people of color. I love that you're passionate about health education and just, you know, also having the opportunity to serve, um, you know, groups that are often overlooked. Yes. But let's continue on um, with our topic. So what is one thing you wish you knew at a young age that would have helped you on your journey to womanhood? Um, Young age. So growing up, I had no idea what quote unquote menstruation is Mm -hmm. or period that we used to call. I was not uh, aware of that. It came to me. as a surprise and even that I didn't know what to do Um, so growing up and going through those stages um, that was something that I'm like I will not allow anybody around me to go through what I went through and I know sometimes it's very um, uncomfortable to talk about those things but it is something that we really need to talk about as women to our daughters, our granddaughters, our nieces, you know, friends, anyone around us, because it can be uncomfortable and it can also bring some sort of um, a shame or, but it, it should not be like that. These are all things that are okay. It's part of growing up and we need to be educated on these things and how to manage that. I never knew that. And I feel like I know a lot of things about you. And so this is a surprise to me, guys, just as it is to to um you guys. And so, um yeah, I mean, still today, I feel like the topic of just women's health issues um, is super, like, shameful to talk about. There's this big, like, taboo. Um, and I mean, hopefully, I mean, now we hear more conversations, people are being open about it. So I do love this shift. And I don't know if you've noticed that too throughout the years. I have, yeah. Yeah. So, wow, that's new news. But kind of shifting or going along with this same question, like, what are some top health questions every woman should ask their mom? Because I have a few that I feel like, yeah, we need to definitely be asking like our moms or aunts or just any woman in our life and our family bloodline um so what are a few that come to your mind so i think every you know young woman should ask their mom about when they started having their period at what age and um, Mm, that's a good one what kind of symptoms did their mom have and how long was the period was it two days was it three days did you cramp were you in a lot of pain uh, were you able to have your normal activity versus laying down and coiling in the bed and unable to get up? You know, you have to ask those questions. You can also ask questions about pregnancy. You know, how was your pregnancy? 
especially um, during the first trimester? Did you have it easy? Were you able to eat? Or did you have um, nausea and vomiting and all those things? You need to ask those questions. And also the delivery, how was it? Were you able to go through the normal delivery process or did you have to be induced versus C-section? And did you have any complications during the pregnancy? like um, gestational diabetes or mm. all this um, eclampsia and preeclampsia. You should ask all those questions because that will help you to also at least be aware of these things so that you can use that and uh, monitor your own pregnancies and make sure that you are seeking a professional help even before you even start getting pregnant. Those are really good. And I'm glad you mentioned that because, I mean, I have a friend who told me, um, so she had a health issue like in her pregnancy. And it's so interesting because she went through it throughout her whole course. Um, and I think she had like HG, which is um, hyperemesis gravidium, something like that. Am I Gravid- saying it right, Mom? Gravidarum. Gravidarum. Okay. So, HG in other words. And um, she went through this throughout the course of her whole pregnancy. And, you know, one day I think like her mom was like, oh, yeah, I had the same thing in my pregnancy. And she was like, what? You never told me. And I just thought it was just so interesting because I think like a lot of the times like what we experience, um, our mothers likely have experienced. So I love all the things that you mentioned, like even when it comes to your period, like the timing of your first period, and even for example, like the start of your menopause, it could be so similar in mothers and daughters. And so just knowing like when your mom started and ended her cycles can give a clue to your own timing. Um, But even things like other issues that we hear of, like polycystic ovarian syndrome, which we talk about here, often or even things like endometriosis um can be like inherited health conditions right correct yeah Yeah. so i also think like menopause um i feel like it's such a like nuanced area of women's health and it's just so vague and even me i don't know much about that area um but even for menopause, I, I feel like we need to be asking our moms like, oh, like what age did you go into menopause? Because we likely will go into menopause at that age and deal with certain symptoms. Like I know some people, like it can be a breeze for them going through menopause. I had, I used to have like clients that like had no symptoms and I had some clients that had all the like symptoms like hot flashes and night sweats and the brain fog. And you can probably name me all the other symptoms. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but um. And, and so I, even things like, um, yeah, like hypertension and diabetes and even like mental health issues, like depression and anxiety. Don't you think that's something that. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's important to bring up. Also important if yeah, we have a lot of um, pregnant women who go through some psychosis and even postpartum depression and all that. So all these things are there. So you should ask your mom, if they went through those kind of things and what precipitated those um, problems. So um, those are all good questions to ask. And so it's like, why are these discussions so important um, beyond just having an understanding? So these questions will help you 
it will help you to at least be aware so that um because if you have postpartum depression obviously you need help because there are some studies out there a lot of patients or moms who have this depression they might need like someone to be around them as they care for the baby because some of them if they are not on treatment this the severity of the uh, depression can be a danger to the newborn and even to the mom itself so these are things that we need to bring or uh, discuss you know there's always help out there but you have to at least come forth and um, seek help because there's help out there for all those things yeah and i even feel like some of these conditions are just having an understanding i mean these are risk factors for potential future health problems and so if you know like something like high cholesterol runs in the family now you know that you are at risk for getting it and so then you can you know start to do what you can in terms of diet and lifestyle to help at least control or lower your risk we can't say like it's gonna totally transform everything because we know like genetics and family history is so so powerful yeah um but i mean they may even just knowing may even influence your the testing and certain treatment and just the general management of um, certain symptoms that you may have. Okay, this was good. Um, and I'm wondering, like, how many of you guys, how many of you guys um, have had that conversation with your moms or your aunts or any of your other um, female relatives? So definitely leave a review and let me know. So mom, how are you keeping your health in check these days? Do you have any tips on how we can um, keep ours in check too? Absolutely. Every day, eating right. Just eating and exercising. That's all I do. Keeping up with my appointments. That's basic things that you have to do. Walk, exercise, eat healthy, more veggies, avoid fatty foods, avoid salt, avoid... <laughs> All the um, my mom is basically going to become your dietitian, guys. <laughs> also, make sure you are seeing your doctor, doing your physicals. Um, at a certain age, the doctor might suggest, "Hey, go do a colonoscopy." You need to do it if you're having any symptoms, any pain, any unusual thing. Advocate for yourself. If your doctor is insists and doesn't want to do the test, you need to insist that you want that test done. So you have to advocate for your own self because these days. You never know things are going on and um, just unfortunately young people now, ages of 25 are being diagnosed with colon cancer. And so don't take things for granted. Just take care of yourself, your ins and out. You will not know until you have a symptoms, you have indigestion. All those things are signs. Don't just go drink Maylox or Mylanta and call it a day. Mm -hmm. Seek professional help insist that you have an exam done um, a scan or do some endoscopy testing it should go and and look and make sure everything is okay even if insurance doesn't want to pay you can invest and pay that yourself you know all these things are out there but if we don't take care of ourselves nobody else will okay. oh you heard her right if we're not taking care of ourselves nobody else will we have to do it um, and the advocation or the advocating part is 
really important too. I feel like it's it's hard sometimes to like put your foot down and and try to get the help you know you need, especially in this healthcare system that we have. So that's a really really big one. I hope. How about like self care? Because you talking about the diet with a dietitian here, and I didn't hear you. You know you're very busy. My mom is like so. What are you doing for self care? So self care for me, I love to shop. Oh my goodness. I'm so happy she said that because guys, shopaholic right here. <laughs> I do that not just to buy stuff. I like to go around. That could be part of my um my healing after work. I just go and walk around the mall that are closer to me. I just go and walk. It take an hour or so, just walk around, look at, you know, clothing or shoes or whatever. I may not just buy anything. I just walk around. So that's part of my health. That's how I de-stress because there's too much stress out there. So find something that is good for you. If walking, you know, along the trail is good for you, do that. Walking outside, you know, in the woods, if that's what you like to do, please do that. So anything that will bring you some comfort, some peace, fresh air, do that. And I will just add to what my mom said and just say that I love that her self-care is retail therapy because then I come over and then I have so many shoes and outfits to select from. And <laughs> and sometimes she wouldn't even realize that, you know, maybe I just borrowed it without her permission. <laughs> She's giving me the eye rolls. Okay. You've experienced body changes throughout the years as a teenager, in your 20s, pre, post-pregnancy, and beyond. What's one message you can share with our listeners on body image throughout the different stages of life? Okay. Um, so, of course, we age. Our skin, the tone of our skin is not going to be the same. Um, our boobs are not going to be sticking out as they used to. Um, our belly, our bottom, every part of us is going to go through some sort of changes. But the only thing I can tell you is that love yourself, love your body, love what's nice. Now, I, I love my gray hair. My hair is all gray now. I love it. But, you know, there's also occasions you put, if you want to put a wig on, find you a nice cute wig and put it on <laughs> and keep going. Hey, you find a nice dress out there, you want to wear it, do that. Just take care of yourself and, and love yourself. All right. Well, I had such a great time with you, Mom. This was so much fun. Did you have fun? Yes, I did. And thank <laughs> you for having me. What last words do you have for? <laughs> what last love words you yourself. Have? Love yourself. That's all I'll tell you. Love yourself. When you want to <laughs> sleep, sleep. You don't feel like eating that day, don't eat. What? You know, if you want to go like up and walking, go out and walk. Love yourself and enjoy the life that God has given you. Amen. Yes. And then, like, eat because you know it's a dietitian that runs the podcast i want you to eat <laughs> um okay mom this is one last question i like to ask all my guests my special special guests you're a special special guest and that is how do you flourish i flourish by giving myself and doing all the things that i can i'm able to do i don't sit idle i'm always busy that's how i flourish all right y'all heard it from mama flourish herself Thank you so much for doing this podcast with me. I love you. I love you too. <laughs>
I was laughing because <laughs> she was so right. She was so done at this point. But uh, we had such a great time. And I absolutely loved all the points Mama Flora shared today. She's such a wealth of knowledge. And, and so having her here with me was really a dream come true. So let's summarize everything. I want to share the top questions to ask your mom or your aunt or any female relative. Uh, number one, have you had breast, ovarian, uterine, or colon cancer? And then get more details about it in terms of, you know, if they did have the cancer, what type of cancer was it? What stage were they diagnosed? Um, are there other family members who were diagnosed with the same type of cancer? Um, things like that. Number two, how is or how was your menstrual cycle? It's so important to know and understand this. Number three, do you have any hormonal related conditions? For example, things like polycystic ovarian syndrome or PCOS, endometriosis, fibroids, things like that. Number four, have you had any pregnancy complications? So things like gestational diabetes or preeclampsia. If your mother had these complications during pregnancy, you could be at increased risk too. Number five, have you gone through menopause? How was your experience with that? What symptoms did you feel? Number six, have you been diagnosed with cardiovascular disease? Number seven, do you have diabetes? Number eight, do you have osteoporosis or any bone health conditions? And number nine, do you have a history of anxiety and depression? Now, these conversations can affect both your mom's health and also your health. And so some of these conditions are risk factors for future health problems. And so when we know we are able to take steps, whether that's going to get the necessary screenings or or learning about approaches that can potentially lower our risk. You can go to your doctor and just ask for more information about how to better manage. You know, if you maybe didn't know you had the condition, then you got tested and found out, oh my goodness, you know, you you have it too. So it's just more about awareness and being ahead of the game. So this is definitely... This is definitely a piece of your health that is so vital, so important. Um, and I really want to encourage all of us to take the steps to make it happen. All right, ladies, I hope today's episode was helpful. If you enjoyed listening and if you enjoyed today's special guest and want her back on the show, if I can get her back, um, just shoot us a message. Our information is in the show notes. Please take a moment to leave a positive rating and review so we can reach more and more women Thank you so much in advance. Um, it really means the most to me. It was so great hanging out with you today. I will talk to you soon. And until then, keep flourishing. Mm-hmm.